This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Amen. We're going to be coming out of Psalm 16 and 10 today. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God is directing us to Psalm 16 and 10. I am reading from the Amplified Version of the Bible. This thought for thought translation. Hallelujah. That expands on and amplifies the original word of God. Amen. It's not a heresy. Amen. It just gives us a fuller understanding of what the writer is writing here. Amen. Psalm 16 and 10, the amplified version. Amen. Are we good on our stream? Are we good on our garage band? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right. Hallelujah. Let me set this up. Amen. Here is a Psalm of David. Amen. It is called a mic. Uh, uh, Miktam, hallelujah, glory to God. Now, all scholars don't agree on what that means in Hebrew, amen, but the general idea is that this is a golden writing. This is a, hallelujah, an esteemed psalm, amen, above others, hallelujah. It's, uh, this and uh, five other psalms, amen, hallelujah, fall into this category of a miktam, hallelujah, if I'm pronouncing it correctly in Hebrew, hallelujah, a golden writing, amen, something that we should take particular note of here, amen. And David, in writing this, hallelujah, was speaking prophetically, amen, hallelujah. He was uttering words that only Christ could personify hallelujah glory to God that the person he is it's not so much David speaking of his own life but he is prophetically speaking about Christ hallelujah so hallelujah with that in mind amen here begins the reading of God's holy word amen Psalm 16 and 10 reading from the amplified version as I mentioned before and it reads verse 10 for you will not abandon me in Sheol the netherworld the place of the dead Hallelujah. Nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. Hallelujah. You will, verse 11, you will show, uh, hallelujah, the end of verse 10, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Somebody say amen to the reading of God's holy word here amen david as he has been inspired by the holy spirit amen is writing amen and personifying amen christ amen hallelujah particularly christ amen hallelujah when he is speaking to father god amen hallelujah glory to god who's saying that you will not abandon me hallelujah to the nether place in other words of the netherworld of sheol amen in other words that christ would not hallelujah be in that the place of the dead or Sheol, hallelujah, where he would be, hallelujah, separated from God, hallelujah, Father God, hallelujah. He says, nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay, or in the King James it says corruption, amen. We know that Jesus never saw corruption in his body, amen. He was not dead long enough for his body to start to decay, amen, hallelujah. He, was, he rose on the third day, hallelujah, glory to God. It says, you will show me the path of life, amen, Hallelujah, this should be, hallelujah, really thought of in a, in a manner of that, hallelujah, that Father God, hallelujah, 
hallelujah, would raise him up from the dead, hallelujah, glory to God, and literally show him a path that led, hallelujah, back to life, hallelujah. And he says, in your presence is fullness of joy. Christ had an understanding, amen, that the place, hallelujah, of joy was in the presence of the Lord, hallelujah, glory to God. As human beings, amen, we often look for joy here, and we look for joy there, and we're looking for it in this individual or that individual or we think when we get married we'll have joy or when we have children we have joy and all these things are wonderful amen glory to God but they pale in comparison to the joy that is known in the presence of the Lord hallelujah and he says in your right hand hallelujah there are pleasures forevermore hallelujah Christ was looking to return to his father hallelujah to be in his presence amen to know a joy unspeakable and full of glory and to have pleasures forevermore and with this hallelujah understanding amen next slide hallelujah our title today is in his presence is fullness of joy hallelujah in his presence is fullness of joy listen 2020 has presented a lot of challenges to us hallelujah i've personally lost a family member this year hallelujah glory to god hallelujah i've known four other people that have passed away this year hallelujah Hallelujah. I have been through things. Hallelujah. I've been out of work for four months. Amen. Hallelujah. Not able to work. Furloughed. Amen. Thankfully, I was being paid. Amen. Hallelujah. Many across this world, across this nation. Amen. Have suffered and have gone through. Amen. Hallelujah. And sometimes as Christians. Amen. Unfortunately, we get caught up in a transactional Christianity. What do I mean by transactional Christianity? Well, if God does this for me, then I'm blessed. If I go through something hard, then God's not there. We live in a fallen world, saints, where things like pandemics and diseases and all kind of difficult things will happen in this world, amen, but we serve a God that will cause us to overcome every challenge, amen, hallelujah, as we look to him. We're human. The events of the world will impact our emotions. However, we don't need to fall into depression, whether it be an election, whether it be a pandemic, whether it be some other challenge in life, amen. We don't necessarily have to fall into a deep emotional spiral because of the events of the world. Got to remember that in his presence is fullness of joy. Let me remind you, amen, I live on the same planet you live on. I experience the same things you experience. I've been let down by people like you've been let down by people. I've let down people. Hallelujah. I'm a light man of like passions like you. But in my quest, hallelujah, to line my life up with God's word, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, and through inspiration of the Holy Spirit, amen, hallelujah, I've come to an understanding, amen, hallelujah, that though all hell may be breaking loose, amen, in the world, amen, hallelujah, that in his presence is fullness of joy, hallelujah, though things may not always go my way, Though I may be disappointed from time to time about things that happen in the world, amen, in his presence is fullness of joy. Not in the presence of your pastor. 
Not in the presence of your brethren, not in the presence of your husband, your wife, your children, amen. But in his presence is fullness of joy. You know, joy is healthy. Depression is not healthy. Hallelujah. Having a great sense of well-being is healthy emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It's not living in denial of what's happening on the earth. Amen. Glory to God. It's living... Hallelujah, on a plane emotionally and spiritually that is above circumstantial, hallelujah, happenings. Hallelujah. It is a mature place in Christ that he would like us all to get to. Amen. Hallelujah. For our own well-being. Not because he's demanding it. Amen. But that we might be healthy, that we might be whole that we might live our best life on this side of heaven. With that in mind, amen, let's pray. Father God, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We need a word from you today. And Father God, this task is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Teach today. Preach today like never before. Father God, strengthen us as we end this year with a rhema word from your presence, Lord God, into our souls. We thank you, we praise you, and we bless you because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, let somebody say amen. amen. In his presence is fullness of joy. Let's go to the next slide, amen. Let's define some words here, amen. Presence, amen. In the Hebrew, it's a word, Panim, P-A-N-I-M, hallelujah, denoting plural, the im at the end, hallelujah. It means face or faces, close by, the face or front of, amen. Jesus knew as being prophesied here by David, amen, that he would return to be face to face with his heavenly father. Jesus, the God man, amen, he was man and God. His body was a creation of God, amen, that Christ, the pre-incarnate Christ, the Christ before having a body, amen, took his abode in, hallelujah. And now this God-man was, know he was about to return to Father God and see him face to face or in front of. It also means the presence of, in thy presence. He was speaking about being back in the presence of God where there would be fullness of joy heaven's a place y'all amen where there is fullness of joy it does not lack joy hallelujah we're headed somewhere amen well i live on earth brother pastor okay we're gonna get to you amen hallelujah here we go next slide hallelujah this word fullness hallelujah is a hebrew word soba i'm saying hebrew because we're coming out of the old testament psalms is in the old testament portion of the bible amen so fullness is a hebrew word soba s-o-b-a uh, hallelujah and it means satiety Satiety, hallelujah, abundance, satisfying abundance, amen, hallelujah, a fullness of joy is an abundance of joy where you are satiated, hallelujah, from this joy, hallelujah, glory to God, next slide, hallelujah, joy in the Hebrew, amen, is simcha, hallelujah, 
Glory to God. And it means gladness or mirth. I had to look this up, one up. Hallelujah. Mirth means merriment, cheerfulness, glee, laughter, gaiety. Gaiety is the state or quality of being lighthearted or cheerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This joy, this simcar also means euphoria, exhilaration, etc. Hallelujah. It is delight. It is exceeding joy, happiness, rejoicing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is the emotional state, the spiritual state, the joy that God would have us to operate in, that Jesus looked forward to returning to his Father to experience in his presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go to the next slide. Amen. As believers in Christ, God's presence is always with us, saints. His presence is always with us with us let's go to the next slide and look at our scripture matthew 28 and 20 the amplified version this is jesus giving his final words to his disciples amen hallelujah glory to god after his, his ascension amen hallelujah after he rose from, not, not of his ascension after he rose from the dead his resurrection i should say hallelujah glory to god hallelujah Glory to God. We know verse 19, amen, is the great commission, going into all the world and preach the gospel, amen. But verse 20 reads here from Jesus. He says, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. Hallelujah. And here's a key part of our scripture, Matthew 28 and 20, amen. He says, and lo, I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance, and, and on every occasion, even to the end of the age, speaking of the end of the church age, amen, hallelujah, is what he's speaking about here, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God. Let's go to our next slide, amen, but how is Jesus with us always? Jesus is in heaven, he's sitting on the right hand of the Father. What was he talking about here? That he would be with us perpetually, even to the end of the age. What was, I don't know what you mean, Jesus. What are you talking about? Let's go to our next slide and let's find out. Let's go to John 14, 16. The Gospel of John, the 14th chapter and the 16th verse. I am reading from the Amplified Version once again. We're talking about in his presence is fullness of joy. Jesus just made the statement in Matthew 28 and 20, amen, to his disciples that, lo, I would be with you always, even until the end of the age. So what is he talking about here? Hallelujah. If he's at the right hand of the Father, John 14, 16 will point us in the right direction. Amen. This is Jesus. Amen. Starting to prepare his disciples for his crucifixion. Amen. So in chapters uh, 14, 16, 17, uh, 14, 15, 16, and 17, he is doing just that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But here in chapter 14, verse 16, he says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, a comforter, an advocate, an intercessor, a counselor, a strengthener, a standby to be with you forever. You know, there's a doctrine, amen, amongst Christians that when I do right and I bear much fruit and I'm doing things, and then, then God is with me. But when I mess up, and I'm not saying God wants us to mess up, but when I, when I, when I invariably, hallelujah, or eventually, amen, hallelujah, mess up because we're human beings and we're weak, including myself, we believe that God leaves us. But that's not scriptural. 
Jesus here says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper instead of me. A comforter, an advocate, an intercessor, a counselor, a strengthener. Someone to stand by you. To be with you forever. This tells me many things. A, hallelujah, we can't lose the Holy Spirit from living within us as Christians. And two, we can't lose our salvation. Yes, I would be kicked out of a lot of churches across the world for saying that. But man is so caught up in that he earns his salvation. We don't understand when we have that mentality that we earn our salvation, we're denying Christ's finished work at the cross. We're saying the cross wasn't enough. So when Jesus said, Lo, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age, he's speaking about the presence of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Whether you feel him or you don't feel him, he's there. When you have a good day and you have a challenging day, he's there. When you're doing right, amen, and you're being led by the Spirit, obviously he's there. But when you mess up, he's there as well. See, as human beings, we have a concept of get together with somebody, break up. Start a friendship, break up. Get married, break up. But God is a person, he's a being, a complex being that once he starts a relationship with you, once he's in your life, he's not going anywhere. Regardless of what happens, regardless of your behavior, God is there. Forever. Even when we get on his nerves. Every sin I've committed, amen, after being saved, amen, the Holy Spirit was with me. Was he pleased with my activities? No, that's, that's when you start to feel that, oh boy, it's, it's, the Holy Spirit's like, well, why did you bring me into this situation? Why are we here? We call it conviction, amen. I don't like that term, amen, because conviction means that you're being found guilty, amen, that you're going to jail, which, He's just saying, yo, man, why did you bring me here? Let's get out of here. Now, we attribute it to our conscience, but we call it conscience. No, it's the Holy Ghost going, yo, let's get out of here. But we're in relationships, amen, hallelujah, and we're like, you know, this friendship, amen. The Holy Spirit said, this person's not your friend. He will lead us and guide us into all truth. Amen. Hallelujah. So what did Jesus meant? He meant that when he said, lo, I will be with you always. He meant the spirit of Christ or the Holy Spirit would, would, would be with us forever. Let me make this bold statement to you. You cannot lose your salvation. Nor can you lose the Holy Spirit's presence in your life. He's not a man. He doesn't break off relationships like you and I do. He, he doesn't operate that way. Hallelujah. Let's go to the next slide. 
by way of the abiding presence of the Spirit of the Lord, we have access to joy. In his presence is fullness of joy. By way of the Holy Spirit, we have access to this joy. Now, I don't know about you, but growing up in the church, I believed that the Holy Spirit was there to make me dance, even though I wasn't a big dancer in church. Hallelujah. Make me sing, make me shout, make me act out of character. But Jesus told us in John 14, 16, what his purpose was for being in our lives, to be a standby, to be a counselor, to be a comforter, a helper, an intercessor. Amen. I'm not against, amen, dancing and shouting and having a good time, but that's not the main job of the Holy Spirit. That's our response to him in our lives. That is our human response. That is our joy, our glee. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. At other times, it's our release. Amen. Of all that we've been through in our lives or during our day, and we just let it go. Amen. When we feel the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit bubbling up inside of us. Hallelujah. But his job, amen, is hallelujah, to do the things that we talked about from John 14, 16. And in addition to that is to unveil the life of Christ to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Express the life through us. Amen. Let's go to the next slide. Amen. Let's see the scripture attached to this. this is, we're going to Romans 15, 13. This is Paul speaking to the church at Rome. Amen. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic Version with this scripture. Romans 15 and 13. The abiding presence of the Holy Spirit gives us access to joy. Hallelujah. Joy, that thing that we need that's healthy. To make us healthy uh, spiritually, healthy emotionally. Hallelujah. Think of a world where if we as Christians really took advantage of and drew that joy from the Holy Spirit and shared it with one another consistently. Hallelujah. What kind of world, amen, hallelujah, we would have. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's read. Hallelujah. This is Paul speaking. He says, may the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith. That by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. The Holy Spirit wants to fill us with all joy and peace in believing trusting and leaning on God through the experience of your faith. Faith is a clinging to God. It's a leaning on God. It's a dependence on God. It's seeing him as your source. It's intimate relationship with God. Relying on him, hallelujah, that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound or have a bunch of or be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. 
something to be a Christian and live without hope. No hope, no testimony. No testimony, no hope. I'm not attractive to other people for Christ. I'm living beneath my privilege. I'm not clinging to God. What am I clinging to? What am I looking to? Who am I depending on? Do I believe him at all? Here's, here's, the, here's, the, uh, here's the good part about it, though. Regardless of what I believe and what I'm going through, amen, I'm still saved. I'm still going to heaven, and the Holy Spirit is still with me. So whether I'm living out to the, this, this Christian life to the fullest, I'm still going to heaven. He still loves me. I'm still seated in heavenly places with Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. I may not be aware or walking in his fullness. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But God is faithful to his promises where we as human beings are not. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let, let me get back this this real quick. Amen. Listen, to be spiritually mature means you are fully aware of your weaknesses and your flaws and that you are in need of depending on God for everything. It's not I've reached this place where I can speak to that mountain and it will physically pick up and the anointing on my life will make it pick up and float in the air for all the world to see that Jesus is Lord. Listen, Jesus did miracles and people still hated on him. Matter of fact, he raised up Lazarus and the religious leaders wanted to kill him and Lazarus. So it's not the miracles that change people's hearts. It's the gospel. The good news. Hallelujah. That our sins were paid for at the cross. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But God wants you all to know today. Hallelujah. That we have access to joy by way of the Holy Spirit. This bubbling over joy and hope. Hope is a Bible hope is a confident expectation of good. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. Quick testimony. In my new position, one of the things I have to do at work is find job sites for the students that I serve. Now, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Will people want students in their business establishments? And let me keep it really real with you. I look the way I look. And whether we want to believe it or not, we do live in a world with racism. And I've experienced it, hallelujah, a great deal recently, amen, as I'm in the community that I'm in, amen, and I'm walking down the street from my car to the establishments I need to solicit help from, hallelujah. There are people who don't look like me that when they see me, they get off the sidewalk, walk in the street, hallelujah, and then I just wanted to see what would happen. I turn around, they get back on the sidewalk after they pass by me. Now, I could either get angry and say racist. <laughs> or I can look to my God and say, your goodness goes before me. Your mercy hunts me down. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Getting back to the main point here. Amen. Hallelujah. I went to 22 places, establishments. And not that each place, hallelujah, took the students I serve uh, to come there and volunteer 
Amen. Hallelujah. But everyone was open to me and I was able to find five places that would take our students. Amen. That's the favor of God. I did not let racism or the weaknesses in other human beings stop me from going forward with hope. I didn't protest. I didn't get on the street. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not happy about it. Amen. Glory to God. But that's that's between them and their creator. Amen. I know who I am in Christ. So regardless of how people view me, amen, holiday, or their thoughts about me, holiday, I know how he thinks about me. Yeah. And that's most important, amen. I'm human. You feel a little, you know, little anger rising up, amen, glory to God, but I can't, I can't hold on to that, amen. I got to look to him. Well, brother, pastor, that's you. That's not me. Listen, these promises weren't made to Robert Brown and solely to Robert Brown. They are for all of us that are believers in Christ. Amen. So we need to throw out excuses. Amen. Hallelujah. And look to him as the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. If he promised it. Amen. Hallelujah. It's for us to take advantage of it or to not take advantage of it. I refuse to live angry. Because other people don't accept me. Nor do I need to convince people to accept me. I'm looking for people to accept Christ. Saints, it's not your problem when people don't like you. That's their problem. Someone loves you. And will be with you forever. Amen? Amen. And I'm not here to take the moral high ground, amen. I have mistreated people in the past, amen. I've been racist. I've been, uh, I've had prejudices and stuff like that. Shame on me. But thank God for forgiveness, hallelujah, that was acquired at the cross, amen. So I'm not here taking the high ground that I'm better than anybody else. I'm not. I'm, I'm hallelujah, I was born in sin, hallelujah, and shaping in iniquity just like everybody else, hallelujah. Glory to God, oh, I just understand my weakness and go to him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me let me give you a testimony about that. I was working another uh, I was working the same company, but they sent me to another place. Amen. And I was the only person that looked like me at this place. So I was very insecure. And I was the pastor of your church. This happened last year. Hallelujah. And I was in this place. Amen. And this gentleman came up to me and asked me a question and I acted defensively. Because I thought he was going to come up to me and say, what are you doing here? The man had locked the key in his car and he was looking for help. But I was so ready to defend myself as a black man working at a particular place. I have on my badge. I'm supposed to be here. Man wasn't even concerned about that. It was something in my own head, an insecurity that I was dealing with. I had looked away from him, and I was looking out here to the world. I said, Lord, you just taught me again. Hallelujah. I didn't beat myself up about it. I thank God. I'm forgiven already. And I took it as a learning experience. I said, let me move forward with a better perspective. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me read this again. May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope or a confident expectation of good. Let's go to the next slide. Let's look at a couple of definitions. This word fill. 
is a Greek word now that we're in the New Testament portion of the Bible. It mean, and it's the word pleruo, hallelujah, and it means to diffuse or spread or cause to spread throughout one's soul. So when he's, when he, f- he, he wants to fill or diffuse or spread throughout your soul, what? Let's go to the next slide. Hallelujah. Joy. This joy in the Greek, amen, is a different word. It's called kata. Amen. Hallelujah. When we say we're part of the charismatic church, amen, we're speaking, amen, hallelujah, about this joy. Amen. Hallelujah. The kata, hallelujah. Kata in the Greek, amen, is the awareness of God's grace. Joy is the awareness of God's grace or God's favor or God's goodwill towards us. What was his ultimate act of goodwill? He sent his son to die for our sins. So the awareness of God's grace, this kata, its favor, its joy or grace recognized, joy wrought by the Holy Spirit. Joy is a work of the Holy Spirit in the soul, in the heart of the believer. Listen, one of my favorite places to go was Hawaii. One of the best experiences I had was going to the Grand Canyon. Amen. But joy is wrought in my heart by the Holy Spirit. That's one of his jobs. Is to fill you or play rule. Diffuse throughout your soul joy or a recognition of God's grace. Now, let me be really honest with you. Through the eight years I've been pastoring this church, amen, hallelujah, and I'm not beating you up, amen. I'm just saying what the progression has been, hallelujah. Be honest with yourself. Well, you're struggling with the grace message. Because you've heard a different message. Do right, get right. Do bad, get bad. But when we do this and don't receive God's grace into our heart and understand what was really done at the cross, amen, we're denying a work of the Holy Spirit to express joy in us. It is no joy for me to work my way into heaven. I told us last week, amen, I'm on this thing now where I'm eating once a day, amen, except for uh, there's some uh, exceptions. Yes, there was an exception. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. I'll be back on track today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But hallelujah. Those, you know, many churches are about to go into their 40-day fast. Now, I want you to understand the concept of fast, amen, from a Hebrew standpoint. It was, I'm going to punish myself by denying myself food, show God I'm sorry for my sins, so that God could move on my behalf. It's the concept. Engaging in a work to show God how much I love him, I'm going to put my food down. Once again, I told, I, I'm living a fasted life now. So I'm not hating on the fasting so much. It's the mindset that I have to work my way to heaven which is wrong because when you do that you're missing out on the joy of the lord and most of most of these church folks are mad during january anyway because they're hungry (laughs) 
I've been leading prayer in these churches, amen, during the fasting. My prayer in tongues was angry. Somebody pass me a hamburger. I want a steak. Oh, I can taste that pizza. Grace, joy, and the Holy Spirit all go together. I want to encourage you, amen, spend time in God's presence and ask him questions. Is this grace right? Because I know we've, we've struggled. We've struggled with the grace message. As a church, how do I know we're struggling? Our attendance, how many people come? As human beings, we're drawn to that work my way into heaven. We're drawn to it because out of our pride and our ego, we want to show God how good we are. That's why we get so dressed up in our three-piece suits that we walk around in our religious pride. But on the inside, we lack joy. How many people did I run into in the old church, amen, that after service they were so mean and angry? Mm. I'm like, we were just shouting and dancing and doing all these things, but now you are close to cursing me out. Because there was no true joy. There was no abiding joy. There may have been some happiness based on happenings, but there was no joy. Joy is a work of the Holy Spirit in your life. And it's a recognition of God's grace that you don't deserve it, but he died on the cross to give you his good favor. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to the next slide. Amen. We are in the world, saints, but we're not of the world. See, we as Christians, a lot of times, we get caught up in how the world does things to get joy. I love to travel, but it's happiness. It's not joy. I love to have a good time. I love Tesla. I love Apple. I love uh, what's the Best Buy. I love all these things, amen, but they don't bring me joy. They bring me happiness, which is temporary, which is fleeting, which is here today, gone tomorrow. There's going to be another iPad soon, amen, hallelujah. And then I look at my iPad and say, it's obsolete. And that's how they get us on this, hallelujah, this, uh, what is it called? This, this spender spree, amen, to just get the latest and the greatest. Hallelujah. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Saints, regardless of what happened with the election, amen, a month ago, amen, Jesus is still on the throne. Amen. Oh, my candidate has to win. Oh, I'm going to be depressed. Oh, the president has to leave office so I can feel hope again. Listen, the, 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 the new president-elect and vice president-elect, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, are human beings just like you and I. They have good days, they have bad days. I'm not telling you to forfeit your uh, right to vote, amen. I voted, amen, glory to God, but I understand, amen, hallelujah, that ultimately it's up to Jesus, amen. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. I did my due diligence as a citizen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But I know ultimately, amen, it's about King Jesus. Amen. amen. So I didn't put all my eggs in that voting basket, election basket. Amen. My eggs are with Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get so depressed with the news cycle. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're getting there, I don't want you to be ignorant. Amen. Turn it off. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Take it in doses. Amen. Get enough to be informed. Amen. But when you feel that your spirit is starting to, hallelujah, get uh, dark. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn it off. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, on social media, everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a, a, a political affiliation. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can't get joy from social media. I use it as a way to communicate with people, not to get joy from it. I'm not calling it evil. Amen. It's a means of communication. But everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody's going to have a say. And you're never going to agree with everybody all the time. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. And there will be people who see the world differently from you. We don't have to make that person be the bad guy and we're the good guy. They just have a different opinion and have a different view of the world. Amen. God's the judge. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's between them and God. And it's between you and God. Amen. But we're in the world, but we're not of the world. What did Jesus say? Next slide. John 17, 16. You don't need to turn there. Amplified verse. He says, they are not of the world. He was speaking of his followers and we are his followers. We are not of the world. This is during his high priestly prayer. Just as I am not of the world. Stop looking for worldly solutions and leaning on the world for your joy. Let me get back to this transactional Christianity. Hallelujah. Let me really bring it home to you. Amen. Me and my wife have been praying for a home for a long time. Hallelujah. Now, let me really, really be real with you. Amen. Hallelujah. It is at times led to depression and being down. Amen. But I'm at a point now where, hallelujah, regardless of the timing, regardless when it happens. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm looking to him. Amen. I refuse to be down about a housing situation. I have a place to live. It is safe. Amen. Hallelujah and I'm going to rest in that. This transactional Christianity where I'm going to love God if he does this and I'm going to walk away from the church if he doesn't do that, amen, hallelujah, is not scripture, it's not Bible, it's not Christianity. He said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver them from them all. That means we're going to go through stuff. In this fallen world, you're going to go through stuff. But if your heart is not in the stuff, but your joy is from him. You can overcome. There are people who have walked away from Christianity, amen, although God still has them, amen, hallelujah, because they saw suffering in the world. Did they not read their Bible, amen, when Adam fell? The world was changed. We don't live in heaven. We live on a fallen earth. Where bad things happen. Why? Because man chose to live independent of God. And then blames God for the bad things. Mm 
I've tried to manipulate God. I've tried to pout to change God's heart. I've backslidden before or multiple times. Doesn't mean I went into sin. I just went into, Lord, I'm going to annoy you. Who was losing out? Me. And then when God brings you out on the other side, then you love him again. Oh, I love you. <laughs> we got to get off this roller coaster. Joy, he's with us. Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Holy Spirit's with us forever. Doesn't mean everything will go your way when you want it. Yes, I said last week and I preached that we're highly favored. We are highly favored. But God being a loving father, he's not a genie, he's a father. Hallelujah is guiding us in a mature way that our character might be made mature. Hallelujah. His timing. Abraham had to wait 25 years for Isaac. Abraham, after 10 years, said, Lord, later for it, I'm going to go sleep with Hagar. So even the exalted Abraham was looking at a transactional God. And chose to take things into his literal own hands to come about with the son. Saints, sometimes it takes time. And God's going to work out his plan for your life in time. Joseph, it took 13 years between being taken from his family's house to becoming the second in command of the greatest nation in the world at that time. David was on the run for 13 years before he became king of the tribe of Judah. And another seven years after that before he became king of all of Israel. If it doesn't happen in your time, timing doesn't mean that God's not good. It means you may have to learn something along the way. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And sometimes we think it's taking too long. Amen. God knows how long it needs to take. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Hallelujah. Just because Tommy and Sally, amen, have something great, a brand new car, amen, you're saved. If you don't have one yet, hallelujah, glory to God. God's doing something in his timing. Hallelujah. Stop comparing your life with other people. It doesn't work that way. It would lead to depression. Amen. Next slide. Amen. Rejoice in the Lord when? Sometimes. Always. Next slide. Amen. This is Paul speaking to the church at Philippi. He says, uh, 30, uh, excuse me, Philippians 4, 4, Amplified Classic Version. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Delight, gladden yourselves in him. Again, I say rejoice. He says it twice. Rejoice twice. What is this word rejoice in the Greek? It's the word Cairo. And it probably means to delight in God's grace. To rejoice is to delight in his grace. Understanding what was accomplished at the cross. The pardoning of your sins, past, present, and future. In other words, God understood your weakness and paid for it with his own life. He understood your fornication. He understood your lying. He understood your stealing. I'm not saying he co-signed it. I'm not saying he was happy about it, amen. But he understood that man could not live holy apart from him in man's life. That's the biggest lie. We can't live holy. It is impossible to be a Christian 
Amen. Hallelujah. Only Christ can live the Christian life and he lives it in the believer by way of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Rejoice because someone died in your place that you might have eternity. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That someone, amen, even though you don't deserve it, even though you try to deserve it, amen, has granted you with favor. Matter of fact, you're highly favored before God. Hallelujah. Because you're in Christ. Hallelujah. Let me read some more. This Cairo is probably to delight in God's grace, like I said, literally to experience God's grace, his favor. Be conscious. Be glad for his grace. Understanding what happened at the cross. Being mindful of it. Hallelujah. Next slide. Hallelujah. Let's be encouraged by Paul's words to the Thessalonians. You don't have to turn there. I got a lot of scriptures today. Amen. I'm going to go to 1 Thessalonians 5.16 and I'm going to read hallelujah a little bit. Hallelujah. This is Paul to the Thessalonians. He says, be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad hearted continually, always. Amen. This is what Paul is saying. The great apostle. We should be glad hearted continually. Always. Hallelujah. Next verse. Be unceasing in prayer. Praying perseveringly. Hallelujah. This ceasing is the word from the King James. That's the word for word translation. That's why I am reading the, uh, the definition from the King James. This ceasing. Amen. Hallelujah. Is ad e al ipe tose. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It probably means nothing left between, or i.e. without any necessary interval. Amen. So be unceasing in prayer means that be always in an attitude of prayer. We know we go to work. Amen. How am I going to pray when I'm at work? Amen. I'm supposed to be working, being paid to work. Amen. But holiday saints of God, I've discovered, amen, that I have a mind directed towards God all day long. I am communicating with him, whether verbally or mentally or spiritually, all day long. I have an intimate relationship with the Lord all day long. He walks with me. He talks with me all day long. This is praying without ceasing, amen. And when I'm with God and he's in me, amen, holiday, in his presence is fullness of joy every day I remember being in a situation amen where I went to a, 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 a function amen and I know I'm a different kind of catch all hallelujah everybody hallelujah is not going to understand me amen so when I go to certain functions amen particularly with the men amen if they want to go to the side and get their little drink on a little smoke on self-medicate amen I am not down with that so I said Lord send me someone to talk to me I'm human. And God did just that. Amen. Even in the little things, he cares. Yes, yes. He knew I wasn't going to go out there and get my drink on. To get my nicotine on. So I said, Lord, you are my source. Send me someone to talk to me. Pray without ceasing mm -hmm. it's an intimate relationship y'all it's not a god that's up here and we're down here legally spiritually we are seated in heavenly places with christ so christ is our representative he's the representative of all redeemed mankind just like we send people to congress and when they're seated in congress we legally are seated there 
in the same fashion with Christ sitting on the right hand of Father God, representing all of redeemed mankind. As he's sitting there, we spiritually, we legally are sitting there as well, amen. And as he has an intimate relationship with Father God, we should have an intimate relationship with Father God through him, hallelujah. Because we're on God's right hand as Christ is, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's an intimate relationship. Pray without ceasing. Always have a mindset, a, a, an attitude towards God all day long. It's not enough just on Sunday. It's 24-7. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, you got to sleep. Amen. Hallelujah. But God even comes to you in your dreams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Next slide. Thank God in everything. Uh-oh. No matter what the circumstances may be, be thankful and give him thanks. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. I'm not a millionaire, millionaire yet, but Hallelujah. I don't have the home I want yet, but hallelujah. Yeah. I got to get up and go to work tomorrow, but hallelujah. <laughs> I got to work on New Year's Day, but hallelujah. <laughs> Be thankful and give thanks for this is the will of God. This is God's will. Mm. For you who are in Christ, the revealer and mediator of that will. Next slide. Do not quench, suppress, or subdue the Holy Spirit. This word quench in the Greek is the word spenumi. Spenumi. Metaphorically, it means to extinguish, to suppress, to thwart, to stifle the Holy Spirit. He's trying to give you joy. He's trying to fill you with joy and peace and hope. But when we act like the world does, we look to the world for joy, for peace. If I only meet the right guy, if I only meet the right woman, if I'm only a millionaire, if only this, we, we transactional Christianity. Instead of relationship-based Christianity, that regardless of what I go through, me and God are in this together. that that joy will start to bubble up inside you. Sometimes we got to say, Lord, give me joy. Give me joy. Lord, I'm going through this, but I need your joy right now. I don't need the phone. I don't need to pick up and call anybody. I need your joy. I don't even need to get to the pastor because the pastor is not the source of joy. I need you. Hallelujah. I need joy. Hallelujah. I don't need to look to my wife, to my husband. Amen. I need you. I need joy. Amen. I've been blaming my depression on my spouse, but it's really me because I've not gone to the source. I've been blaming my job. I've been blaming my boss. I've been blaming. I've been blaming. But he lives inside of me. And I'm never drawn from him. From those living waters. I've blamed the pastor. I've blamed the saints. But I've never drawn. I've never drank from the waters, the living waters that are inside of me. How many years have we lived in resentment against other people and not gone to the source? Your daddy wasn't the best daddy. 
Mommy wasn't the best mommy. And yes, you went through what you went through, but joy from the Lord. Counseling from the counselor. Intercession from the intercessor by way of the Holy Spirit. But if I quench the Spirit, I deny his work in my life. Because I thought all the Holy Spirit did was make me dance and make church services fun and make me speak in tongues. Those are tongues of ecstasy as the Holy Spirit bubbles up inside of us. Hallelujah. Next slide. Amen. I'm almost done. Saints, here's, here's, here's what we really need to understand. Our, our, our suffering is temporary. God's glory is eternal. Our suffering is temporary. Even if you suffered for 80 years, it's just 80 years. It's temporary. It has an end date. God's glory is eternal. Compare your life to the, your eternity with Christ. There is no comparison. Hallelujah. Next slide. Hallelujah. Let's look at the words of Paul. Hallelujah. Romans 8.18, Amplified Classic Version. You don't have to turn there. It says, but what of that? For I consider that the suffering of this present time, this present life, are not worth being compared with the glory that's about to be revealed to us and in us and for us and conferred on us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide. Amen. This glory that he's speaking about is a word called doxa in the Greek. It is honor. It's renowned. Renowned means distinction, prominence, well thought of by God. Hallelujah. The glorious condition of the blessedness into which it is appointed and promised that true Christians shall enter after the Savior's return from heaven. Amen. In other words, the suffering, the things we go through in this life. Hallelujah. The COVID-19. Amen. The death of people. Amen. The breakups, the shakeups the makeups though everything in between amen are not worthy to be compared to what we will experience eternally they're not worthy to be compared to the work of the holy spirit inside of us to fill us to fill our souls with joy hallelujah hallelujah i'm here to tell you that depression is a lie it's a lie from the pit of hell amen hallelujah i'm telling you it's not healthy amen glory to god hallelujah you're not living to the fullness that god has for you amen glory to God hallelujah that in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand is and pleasures forevermore hallelujah if we would hallelujah ask for the Holy Spirit expect from the Holy Spirit depend on the Holy Spirit amen to fill us hallelujah every part of our souls with joy amen we would overcome every challenge that this life hallelujah throws our way somebody say hallelujah and I'm done hallelujah Thank you, Lord. In his presence is fullness of joy. Friends, if you are impacted by this message about Jesus Christ and want to receive his love and forgiveness, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died to pay the penalty for all my sins, past, present, and future. I believe you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved and one day going to heaven. So God bless you. God loves you. 
and go on with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.